Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. It took nearly three decades, but beloved 80s boneheads Bill and Ted have finally returned in 2020. Before we can face the music, we have to embark on a most excellent adventure. Boy, what a treat we have in store this evening. You know, let me actually set this episode up with a story from our personal lives. You know, there's a lot of podcasts that do that. Tyler, did you know that? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've heard a few personal life stories at the top of many podcast episodes. Yeah, they, they start with like banter and, oh my gosh, this morning, my cereal. And <laughs> yeah, and you just like get to the point of the topic that I'm listening for. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I figure I want our listeners to be in their cars saying, get to the title of this episode. Yeah. But we're not there yet. I'm starting with an anecdote from from actual life. This morning, the people that are in this room right now, who are Tyler, who's on the show. Hey. Patrick's here. Hi. And Bethany Allen. Yes, I am. Bethany Right Allen here in the room. The, the four of us were actually having breakfast together this morning and uh, knowing that we were going to be in person again doing this podcast boy was i excited in these dark dark days of sad podcasts on zoom with no bethy for such a long time staring at tyler's miserable face in the middle of the night as he pulls his hood lower and lower down over his eyes i could still do that (laughs) (laughs) that sounds bad so far his hood's only halfway up (laughs) now when you say miserable face do you mean like he looked like he was having a miserable time or that he just looked bad Oh. That is a combination of both things. <laughs> his his face looked like he was miserable, and it evoked a, an aura. Was it grief, Tyler? You just missed me so much. Um, yeah, that must have been it. There was a certain spark missing, and I guess it was wow. a certain redhead that was missing from the group. Wow, you heard it here first. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of a funny story behind the scenes. We've been trying to get Bethany on shows for a long time. Months now. Months. But she kind of doesn't answer when anyone asks her to do anything. That's absolutely false. Well, actually, I do answer. Every time Patrick texts her, she okay. never responds. Let's not bring that out here. That's it's true. not. We're airing it. Personal. The laundry's out there. This is not Oprah. Let's just move through it. It's not personal to Patrick. We bonded this morning. Where Why would you do that, though? Why would you not answer him at all? Seems kind of beat. I didn't not answer him at all. It was like less than 24 hours, and he followed up in a text to the group mm-hmm. so i just responded collectively he had to text you in front and of I, us to, for the record i did think oh, i gotta text patrick before i text the group but it all happened so fast <laughs> did it it was a whirlwind of emotions <laughs> it all happened so fast dragged out over a 24 hour period <laughs> look One i get more. like a bisquillion text some es muy popular I, what if we get more you don't know no you don't we could no yeah, we could you don't. we're in a text thread with uh, josiah he sends a lot of text messages look where you hate movies did you know that tyler couldn't even walk around in korea without <laughs> having to give out autographs and do a signing at the movie theater Wait, that stopped that can't be real every block yep. i'm stopping like, myself from saying something people were like he's trying to say you hate movies in korean <laughs> <laughs> he did, but he doesn't speak korean so he was like uh what what are these guys yelling and then they started pointing to their like printed you know glossies Mm-hmm. Tyler with the logo they were carrying them around and he goes wow. oh you hate movies got yeah. it I have never heard that story it feels like a lie <laughs> <laughs> it may feel that way but believe it or not <laughs> you can't, you, there's no way you can prove it's wrong that's it you, you and God right mm. here right now <laughs> mm-hmm. judgment God day can judge Tyler on judgment day 
I Go figured on. this is an important setup because, well, for one thing, uh, things being different the way they have been over the last year and more now, having so many episodes on Zoom, trying to find ways to do normal episodes and get Bethany to answer text messages. Uh. Uh, the movies that we've brought to the table tonight to discuss over a series of episodes um, aren't exactly the freshest on our minds. And what I mean by that, I don't mean that we forgot them, but what I mean is that usually you hate movies are oftentimes we have gone to see a movie and then recorded a podcast about it, or we watch a movie together and then we walk in the other room we record a podcast about it. I was listening to some old podcasts and I started thinking to myself, man, people must think these guys and gals have just laser memory on these movies. We're talking about the minutia and such extravagant detail, but it's just because we just turned it off. The credits started rolling and we hit record. Things being what they are, we didn't do that this time. But we did prepare ourselves to see Bill and Ted face the music by together as a group of friends going through the Bill and Ted films. And Bethany had never seen them before. Is that right, Bethany? First timer. Virgin Bill and Ted girl. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I don't know. What do you say? Jurist she or something? Seen them. That's yeah. all I mean. She was a newcomer, a noob. Yeah, That's for sure. A newbie. Yeah. So noob. New kid on the block, if you will. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. This, this <laughs> hasn't been that long. Three minutes into it. We're doing this. <laughs> the joke is just I got somebody. Somebody's in their car laughing. Why? Because you named an old boy band? That was band? funny. It was Why? just timing. Was even Comedic a joke? timing. Was was <laughs> if you actually laughed at Bethany just mentioning the name of a band, <laughs> please leave a comment on this episode I mean, and absolutely. say so. There'll be about 15 comments right now. Uh, Tyler. Yeah. What was your experience with Bill and Ted prior to us watching it together? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Right. The We got together and did a double feature with uh, Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. Now, as a kid, I was a huge fan of Excellent Adventure. Watched it all the time, many times. I don't know why we had it in the house, but it was probably VHS. I loved it. It was great. Bogus Journey is one that I only remember seeing on TV in pieces. So that might have been the first time I'd seen it as a whole. That's the Uh one I slept through. Bethany did not like it. Wow, spoilers for the upcoming. I fell asleep when I woke up, and they were like big, like Teletubbies dancing in the, in the future space. But as as far as uh, future space, whatever it's called, it was so, it was so bad. But uh, if if we're focusing just on Excellent Adventure right now, I I love it. I as a kid was always on. Could quote it. I thought it was great. I uh, I wanted to be a member of the Wild Stallions. I think even uh, in high school, I I was a friend of mine, and I were the Wild Stallions at a Halloween party. What? Which wow. one were you? I'm curious. I was the, um, the Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The tall one. Ted. Kind of the dark one. Yeah. Ted. Yeah. Theodore. Theodore. Huh? Ted. Theodore Logan. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you Great. feel it? Okay. You approve of that choice? <laughs> Patrick, what's your Bill and Ted backstory? Bill and Ted's excellent adventure backstory. Uh, Like Tyler, I was a fan. We always had it playing, or not always, but it was playing at our house a lot. I liked the the movie, and there was the Saturday morning cartoon. I was sending them the theme song right before we started this, and uh, I liked that too. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. 
It's just vivid imagery here. This <laughs> vibrant language you're it's using. Forrest Gump over here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say about that. We just saw a tidbit of that cartoon. It was really um, bizarre. I'm still a little hurt that Bethany wouldn't text messages. Okay, me let's soon. listen. <laughs> Trying to recover. Patrick, this morning we really came together, remember? Wow. That was <laughs> yeah, nice. What does that mean? We yeah. connected. Uh-huh. I don't want to say it in front of our COVID listeners. Our COVID listeners? Yeah. Because it implies that you aren't being COVID safe? Well, it's How an they implication. Know you guys weren't Is it true or false? I don't know. You might, you might have been uh, like cable guy, you know, on a prison phone with the glass. A hundred percent. Oh, right. With a <laughs> nipple press against the glass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with what? <laughs> That's all I remember from that scene. <laughs> Impressing his nipple against the glass. Who was? Jim Carrey. The Cable Guy. I never saw that movie. Mm, that's a great scene. Oh, it's great. And that <laughs> is a great scene. Jim Carrey? I thought you said John Carrey. No, James. James Jim. Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, we're not going into Bogus Journey just yet, but I will contextualize. I have to contextualize it on Bogus Journey. When I was a kid, Bogus Journey was the big deal Bill and Ted movie for me, opposite of Tyler. And I watched uh, Excellent Adventure, and it... But I think that I remember specifically the time that we rented it proper. And I think it was under the, I don't want to say pressuring, but influence of our dad. He was just kind of like, oh, this is, you'll think this is funny. Get this, get this. And we were like, okay, fine, we'll get this. And then but you'd seen Excellent Adventure prior. We saw Excellent Adventure first. I remember specifically watching it. It was on an afternoon in the daytime, renting the VHS and watching it, thinking it was really funny. But also, like, there was, a, as a, I must have been pretty small and there was a lot of history stuff that I didn't fully get. Like who's Napoleon. I, I didn't know who Genghis Khan was and all these mm-hmm. characters, but ancient I knew enough historical to dudes. Yeah. These ancient historical dudes, they were funny. So I laughed. Um, but then really my Bill and Ted world opened up after bogus journey and it ended up overshadowing excellent adventure. That was the one that I watched a ton. And when people would quote Excellent Adventure, I could tell that they were quoting Bill and Ted just based on the delivery of the quote. And I'd be like, oh, what was that in again? They'd be like, oh, excellent. Oh, right, right. I only remember seeing that like twice. So it was fun rewatching it. I hadn't seen it in many, many years. Uh, you remember a lot of it coming back to you. The thing that was most vivid in my mind was the whole mall sequence in the third act. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was With all Genghis Khan on a skateboard and the... Yeah. Like a sports authority or something, a big five. Beethoven going bananas on all those keyboards. Yeah. They came and arrested him for playing the keyboards. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. This was the security that. stopped him from playing too hard. Mm. What, Bethy? I'm trying to remember. Is this the one? No. The first one where he they go back in time and they yeah, yeah, yeah. bring all the historical figures back to the present Including to do their the history report. The yeah. princesses. Princesses. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're doing the their history report. <laughs> Well, we're getting we'll get into that one next episode. Well, I thought that's what you were talking about. No, I'm just talking about excellent adventure. I was just saying that I watched. Me over. I did. I did cross the streams. I was just saying that bogus journey was something I watched more. So that when we watched excellent adventure, however long ago that was, a few weeks ago, a few a couple months ago, um, it felt fresh to me, and it was a lot funnier than I remembered. It's still it's funny great. now. It's not yeah. just nostalgic because I don't have a ton of nostalgia with it. I was just laughing a lot. Yeah, I think that the uh, the excellent adventure really holds up over time because it's funny and it's great and it's funny. <laughs> Patrick's trying to very discreetly toss a blanket to Bethany. There we go. It's great and it's funny, uh, but uh, 
it has this great 80s charm to it now. Where like when you watch it as a kid in early 90s, you're like, oh yeah, that's just what movies look like. But you go back now and it feels like how you want it to feel. Yes. Like you, it's like trying to go back and watch Breakfast Club. It feels like a, like a moment in time. Or Flight but, of the Navigator. Right. I would say that uh, Excellent Adventure in the ways that it crosses over particularly into a lot of popular culture stuff too in the movie. It just feels like a great time capsule that's fun to revisit. Because they're in a phone booth and at the gas station and at the mall and yeah, Circle K high school talent show and, and stuff. And they don't have cell phones. Right. You know what I mean? They're not like Right. Isn't it fun like watching people go to the mall and all the shops are still open, you know? Half of them aren't closed. Even pre even pre COVID, the malls were not doing well. Yeah, <laughs> malls are having have been having a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever go to the mall just to hang out? Sure. Yeah. No, but we did do evangelism at the mall where oh we did surveys. <laughs> we had one of the malls where <laughs> you couldn't be 18 or under 18 during the week. So we'd go until the Whoa. security guards chased us out. Yeah, it's it was amazing. like a, it's kind of yeah. like a club. Yeah, it was yeah, like it was a club. They had to close the ropes after that. But not in Bill and Ted. These people are absolutely partying. Right. And in California, it's one of those uh, California movies that makes at least me nostalgic for something I never experienced. Maybe that's what did it for me is that it, that was my childhood experience in California. That all of that felt spot on childhood. Were you in the talent show? No, no I wasn't. But that that all that is what what I experienced as a kid. Did you hang out at the Circle K? Uh no. No, I didn't. But I'd go to the mall. You said I'd go to all the water. that. You know I'd go what? to the water park. I mean, I'd go to Circle K's, but I wouldn't be. Oh loitering. man, I forgot about the water park. The water park. Is it? Man, that's great. Who is it that get? Is it Genghis Khan that goes to the water Napoleon. park? Napoleon. Napoleon. That's yeah. right. He won't leave in his little like one piece thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may not. You didn't hang out at Circle K, but didn't you? You said you did. What was it called? Parking lot hanging or whatever loiter loitering yeah loitering, in par- loitering. i loitered so in parking lots in high school yeah. all the time yeah, I, yeah, hung out, I hung out in front of circle k but it's more like clerks than bill and ted yeah um, strange things are afoot okay i, don't I, just say that a lot. I never saw that she is um not remembering it wholeheartedly i'm gonna say bethany how much t- well just Me? say yeah t- tell us what you remember about if I'm imagine this, oh, this is gonna be good. Imagine yeah. that uh, you know we're hanging out. I don't watch a lot of movies. I'm like, oh, you're on that podcast, right? You're you're hey, you're on that podcast, right? Yeah, I am. Oh my god! Sometimes when I, I return text messages, <laughs> wah wah. <laughs> I love that <laughs> uh, podcast. I love when you return text messages. Are you guys uh, gonna do an episode on Bill and Ted? Oh yeah, we are. Oh, and then they ask you, can you tell me about that movie? I've never seen it. Yeah, I can tell you stuff about it. No, not stuff. Tell me, like, walk me through it. What happens in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Okay, these two guys. One has a dad who gets married to a lot of young women. It's not appropriate. Just, just the one. I th- oh, well, it felt like a lot. Missy. <laughs> and then the other one, dark-haired guy, Ted. Uh-huh. He has Keanu. a mean dad who yells at him a lot. Uh-huh. Okay, well. And then um, and he has, like, a wood panel house or something. So mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. that? And then they have to do this history project, and they, it, they're going to fail if they don't get an A. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yep. So they're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> um, What's your impression? And all, here's the hard part about Circle K. In my head, what comes to it are two scenes from two different movies, except for when the phone booth comes down. 
Right. Are you thinking so of Dumb I think and Dumber? Of Bridesmaids. Uh, that's a good one. And then I think the of weird um, oddly think yeah. of Hustle and Flow. Uh, interesting. Because he has why. to go uh, exchange his money to his supplier at the gas station. Yeah. So like I have those two images, but then I remember. See, I like, always go to big gulps, huh? All right. I like a big gulp. Well, I do. This is from Dumb and Dumber. Oh no, mm-hmm. I don't even. That doesn't I think of the great mind. gas station scene in Super 8 where the monster attacks the guy at the Super 8 and the, or, or uh, not at the Super 8, at the gas station, the ball rolls by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I sort of remember that. I liked Super 8. Anyway, I can't remember. The guy in space comes down and he's like. Rufus. He's sweet. I mean, he got sent there on a mission and his, he was on thin ice, I feel like. Was that true? He was on thin ice. Kind of with the leader, ice? like he had to really get these guys to do stuff. Well, they were gonna um, bring the world into harmony. Yeah, so he puts them in the phone booth, mm-hmm. and they travel all through time. Yeah, to help them on their history report. Yeah, and they learn about history, and they become buds with these guys, and they even somehow they go to hell. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, second see, no. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. They meet death, but I don't know no, how. That's no, that's the second no. movie. Yes, they meet him. He's in their that's, band. That's bogus. In the journey. second movie, we're talking about the first one. He, the first one, the death guy is no. no. Oh, it's the second one. Yeah, because they die. Honestly, the first one is only about their Our history report. Can spell the first oh, one oh, is oh. just about them passing their history report. Okay. Anyway, they get girlfriends. They bring back the princesses from England, mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess it's getting a little bit muddier towards the end. <laughs> Somehow, I think they. Bring their people to school. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, they bring the they not bring before they all convene at the mall. They bring all the history yeah. people from history into the present. Yeah, and then they get their A. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's it. And they have the most excellent adventure. Oh, good job. Yeah, that I was mean, it. there you go. Do you remember how Basically much she screenplay? She was laughing a lot. I thought, uh, oh, you know, this could go one way or the other. She could be over there rolling her eyes. Oh, my gosh. Why do we have to watch this movie tonight? Because we didn't really, um, I didn't if I'm know. honest, we imposed the movie. Yeah. It happens a lot. We said, this is what we're watching, Bethy. You'll like it. It happens all the time, in fact. No. Yeah. Well, it's because you only suggest yeah. Sleepless in Seattle We never time. watch um, female-driven movies. That's not true. That's not true. Com- let's talk about it. These viewers don't want to hear about this. How many? Go listen to our podcast. How many movies have we come back from the theater being... I mean, we did a whole no. episode on Wonder uh-uh. Woman. Surely uh-uh. that should Y'all cover us. Y'all go back and listen. <laughs> go, go mark this up. It's going to be two. Out of like five years. We did Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. Did both of those. Shoot. We did those oh, Terminator okay. movies. That's it. <laughs> yeah, is, we did all the Terminators. This is a man's world. It's a man's world. Yeah, no, we threw you a bone. <laughs> okay, don't get me started today. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I want to do like some rom-coms. I want to hit up some just like Well, go back and listen to movies. Sleepless in Seattle versus You've Got Mail. Okay. We did that. Okay. You got anyway, real mad. Um, what was my idea to that episode? This got imposed so. upon me, but I liked it. Would you like it if we did an episode that was um, like best rom-coms? Everyone makes the yeah. best rom-coms. Best of rom-coms. I'm, I'm into that. Thousand. I mean, we got to go back to like Say Anything and other things, 16 Candles. Well, yeah. We got to do the whole bit. For sure. Ooh, it's up to you to put them on your list. Wedding, wedding planner. Ooh, now you're getting 10 into things it. I, uh, no, 10 Things I Hate About You, 
10 days to lose a guy or whatever it's how called. to lose a guy in 10 days <laughs> 10 days to lose a guy man that was obviously he was in seattle obviously you've got mail what I are mean, we doing here hey you know the uh i'm having a podcast what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you just hijacked the episode <laughs> you know that the um fiance in father of the bride the dude mm. Who did the husband by at the end of the movie? Does that qualify as a rom-com? Oh, yeah. Sure, I don't know. Sure. It's such a beautiful movie. It's like all across so many genres. It's a romantic comedy. It's definitely a comedy. It's, it's, a, it's a comedy romantic. The dude, <laughs> that dude who has a small like three-episode role on Friends as well, he uh, is Theodore Rex. <laughs> he's, he's the man in the suit, huh? <laughs> I don't know if he's in the suit. He's talking as Oh, him. the voice. Yeah. Who's Theodore Rex? Oh, don't worry about it. This is, uh, you know, a talking dinosaur with tennis shoes that <laughs> makes cookies. and For kids or something? And hangs out with Whoopi Goldberg in the future solving crimes. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. I like Whoopi. You'd hate it. You'd hate this. Probably, sister Act. Probably I've never done a podcast about Sister Act. That'd be fun. I like Sister Act. I knew that now, can like we it. focus <laughs> on Bill and Ted? Yeah. What was the question? <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say, do you were you surprised because I don't I don't remember her being particularly stank, but she did, you know, make the obligatory. Oh, I never get to pick. Blah blah. What do you want to watch? You want you didn't want to pick. I don't know. I don't know. Wait a second. This feels like a weird retelling of the story. What do you think? Happened? I feel misrepresented. Like what do you hey think? Guys, happened? what are we thinking about watching tonight? <laughs> Why did you change your voice? We're watching Bullet Times. <laughs> Excellent adventure. And you loved it. I mean, guys, I'm open because I'm a sweetie, but like, could we maybe think uh, about play. watching something? Come on. You had a great time. <laughs> no, I had a great time. You're cracking up at the Ziggy Pig. I had a great time. I don't know. I knew was. it was going to work because just a couple minutes into it, prior to this, this is the backstory that gave us some conflict. We tried to watch, or we did watch, we tried to enjoy, rather, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. As a group. Yeah. yeah. Not great. Not great. Uh, and it was bad. No nobody liked it at all. And there were some Kevin Smith fans in the room. No everybody hated it. And then we were about to put yeah, this in and I think Abby said like, Oh, Bill and Ted sucks. It's like Jay and Silent Bob. Ooh, no. And then Bethany was like, Oh well then heck no. I don't want understandably so. She was still traumatized by the Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob experience. And we're like, No, no, it's not the same and she was saying, yes, it is about two dumb dudes who are like, oh, yeah, I mean, I guess, but it's really not, not the same. And then 10 minutes into it, the first kind of gag with them on screen together, she was already cracking up. So Loving I like, it. I said, oh, this Loved is going to work. Yep. Love those guys. They're I great. I like that we watched the new one and they were old. <laughs> yeah. <it was> sad <laughs> seeing nice. them get old, huh? It what, looked bad. Yeah. What do you, how do you feel seeing John Wick so young and baby-faced? He's a sweetie. I love John Wick. Now those mm. movies I can get into. <laughs> I'm waiting for another one to come out. It's the shock of my life. They're gonna I make love those a good forever. John Wick. Yeah, it's, it's not that big of a shock. Those movies are just great. Relief. I feel well. like he's doing everything wow. right. <laughs> something inside. <laughs> finally, is, finally a man. Of me. Finally a man. Part of myself is awakened. A real by man. That, <laughs> finally, a real man ready to mass murder <laughs> hundreds of it's people. It's not that. It's just like get the bad guy already. You know what I mean? Yeah, for he sure. Just, pew, pew, and then <laughs> knives. <laughs> he just yes. pew, pew. So you make the sound of the gun, and then you say knives. I don't know how <laughs> you make the sound of a knife. Like yeah. Fling. Bill and Ted, I feel as if are these characters that have transcended their movies, like a lot of big franchise characters or series characters, to where people 
remember them and can quote them. So quotable. Even out of the movie, you know? People say, I've met several people that will quote the movie without realizing they're quoting it. Yes. Or, and then we'll say, oh, I haven't actually seen it. Like some, a friend of ours said something about Socrates one time. And so I was crates. like, oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> Bill and Ted. And they were like, oh, what? I haven't seen Bill and Ted. I was like, oh, that's yeah. where was, that's from. I have a yeah. question. Was this movie meant to be successful or was it some guy who was just like, I don't know, this will probably suck, but like I'm going to do it anyway? No, I think I mean, that. Nobody, nobody makes a movie with that premise in mind. Well, I mean a little bit. Sometimes people are like, well, this probably isn't going to go this isn't going to be stellar. I don't know. It came out in 89, right? I think that it is perfect. It's like a, it's a perfect film for what was popular back then. I'm trying to think of what I mean by that. It is kind of a quintessential. Well, it's not a, a quintessential 80s teen comedy in that John Hughes kind of cornered the market on serious yeah. semi angsty teen comedies. Right. That were uh, it for the time at the time raunchy by their standards. And they would have swearing and nudity and things like that and drugs. This is a little more innocent uh, and sci-fi. E- yes. The, well, this, the, no one cares about the the science in any of this. It's just a, just a device that they're using for the the plot. But the the characters of Bill and Ted are these fantastic, lovable uh, like caricatures of a Southern Californian teenager. Like even even we as even in 89, you're not taking them seriously. But it's so great because they're doing that whole fish-out-of-water paradigm where you get to see all these lovable caricatures of Californian surfer, surfer culture, rock and roll skaters go back in time and have to learn about history in the past. It's great. But then they flip it at the end where all the historical figures come into the modern. They're fish-out-of-water, and they were, they're going to run amok in the mall. Everybody loves to see it. You're here for it. We love yeah. to see that. It's great. It's cla- it, it really is. Uh, this sounds funny to really hype up the <laughs> achievement of Bill and Ted, but it really is a clever <laughs> premise. I mean, it borrows from a lot of existing ideas, but to bring them all together in the way that it does. And I agree with Tyler. It's like the as soon as it starts, even visually, it feels people are. I think probably because of things like uh, the ubiquitousness of Stranger Things are really sick of nostalgia and people beat up on it and say, oh, nostalgia is lazy and it's, you know, creative, creatively cowardly and things like that. But something about that, I don't mind saying that I really enjoy that aspect of these movies. Not even Mm -hmm. that I have a ton of nostalgia for Excellent Adventure because I don't remember watching that one a million times. But just the aesthetic of it, the vibe of it, as soon as it starts, it's almost like a warm bath. You're like, oh, yeah, for sure. This this is what these movies were like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, but the warm bath is, is mainly comforting because of the, the two characters. They're great. Because they're, they're so s- great. Yeah. So lovable. Imagine the pitch meeting for this movie. It's like, all right, so these two like metalheads <laughs> are going to get a phone booth that can go anywhere in time and in the world because <laughs> they have to pass a test to save the world. Well, we've but gone on before on the podcast about how, in particular, the decade of the 80s and the late 70s, for mainstream, even quasi, like, all-ages films, were, had the weirdest pass on, like, how did Beetlejuice get made and Gremlins <laughs> right. and these or movies. Back to yeah. the Future. Yeah, Who yeah, came up with like these concepts for Back to the Future? Studios. These were the mainstream big movies. Can you imagine somebody pitching Beetlejuice now? Yeah. You'd be like, well, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm sorry, sir. I don't. This is not the kind of thing we do. Yeah. When does Thor show up in it? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I actually think that there is uh, like a train of thought that you could reverse engineer for Bill and Ted to come up with a story. Like they probably thought, let's. It'd be fun to do a movie about these two unlikely heroes, and think they're going to be something great. Like I imagine that whoever wrote the screenplay probably was like that, or had friends like that, where they dreamed about being these huge rock stars in the future, even though they were total underachievers. And then they just said, "Well, what if they are huge and they have to save the world, but they can't do it until they pass their history test?" I feel like. That that small of an idea turns into a great film. Why are you sitting there getting in somebody else's head? You could be making us rich. <laughs> I should write my own That's screenplay. True. Yeah. What do you think, Bethy? Well, I keep thinking about how they cast Keanu Reeves as Ted. It feels weird to me. Why? They feel like weird casting choices. I think it works, but that's what I'm thinking about. When you're saying that, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the 80s is so kitschy, and I like that. A little bit. Is it's this, a little bit predictable, his, which is what's comforting. It's his breakthrough role, but is but is I, this Keanu Reeves' first? Babe no, he did movie? Babes in Toyland before this, didn't oh, he? Was that right? Oh gosh, with did uh, he? Drew he? Barrymore. Yeah, I see that. And oh, uh, he gosh. did Point Break right after Excellent Adventure, which is weird seeing him totally different. He's like to me, he's like a non-actor. He's very much like who's the guy I don't like at all from National Treasure. <laughs> Nick Cage? Cannot stand him. No, he's just he's a terrible. Worst. He's just a nothing. He's a non-actor. He just all right. Geez. So he plays himself in every movie. I've said this he's before. He's got some great moments. He's great. Quote me. You need to see adaptation. Keanu's a little bit like that. He's a little bit um, just kind of himself in every yeah. movie. Nothing really changes. There's no real character. Right, like, but it's kind of like in John Wick, he's just shooting people. That's yeah. Keanu Reeves shooting people in The Matrix. I never saw it, but he's going back in time and he's wearing a big coat. He's going like, back in time Or in the I don't know what he's doing in the Matrix. Yeah. He's getting in the Matrix. No, he's, he's <laughs> waking up. He's, waking he's trying up to get out of the Matrix. Right. Yeah. It seems like Unplugging. you cast those people in these movies, you know, like the Brad Pitt types and all, they just do the, the same thing. No, it's different. Because <clears throat> in Bill and Ted, it's his only real acting movie. I don't know. I feel like the, <laughs> I feel like the, range, the range that Keanu shows between no. Bill and Ted and Point Break is I pretty impressive from Break, one year to the next. So far, what I know is not great. Of Point Break? <laughs> what do you mean? So I never far? saw Point Break. It's I'm good. just saying. What about this the Lake is House? The only role I've, yeah, I like Lake House. Oh, there well, it is. I did. He's still a nothing. He's kind of bland. He's like a cracker. Yeah. You eat him when you're sick, <laughs> but you're not like choosing it. You know what I mean? A saltine. He's a, he's a you're saltine. Like, or like an oyster cracker. Uh, you're sort of like, why am I eating these? I like those townhouse crackers. The keyboard. Yeah, but that's not, that's not Keanu. Oh. No, no. That's still a little too buttery for too Keanu. Buttery. Yeah. Too, too fancy. So anyway, I'm just thinking about that. Man. You asked what I was thinking about. I'm like, how did he get cast? It seems shocking to me. But he's great. Yeah, he's great. He fits yeah, that he role so well. he does a good well. job. He does a good job, but that's like his standout role. <laughs> Man, I feel like if Keanu heard you right now, you'd be you'd be really hurting his feelings, I and I think that you'd sweetie. regret it no. because he's one of the, the known to be one of the nicest uh, actors in Hollywood, not, uh, most this generous. An indictment on his character or personhood. It's an indictment on his skills. So. Oh. You just got done praising John Wick to the. He, I love John he got Wick. it done. Pew pew. But he's not. I mean, is he doing stuff with his body, and that's hard? Totally. <laughs> but like, is he acting in that movie? No, he's just kind of like, no, don't do that. Well, that's his character. No. Yeah, that's that's what he does. The, the, the me, way me he delivers here. the lines and the things in that movie. Very small lines. Yeah, I feel like I have to defend him here. 
you don't I have gotta to find a movie I, I, it's because i'm proving a point here. i gotta find a movie to prove you wrong through with all of you because you recognize that yeah she's right it's just like it's just like nick cage goodbye nobody cares about remember you. the devil's advocate oh the devil's Keanu advocate Reeves. was great Never he was a that. southern lawyer with a southern accent. Remember I Speed? I think I saw part of that on TNT once. <laughs> that was on TNT a lot. Yeah. Speed was great. Speed, that bus can't slow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah, uh, Homer Simpson. It was, I think it was called the bus that couldn't slow down. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's how it feels. Anyway, I'm kind of right, but that's why I think it's a standout role for him. Oh, he was in Neon Demon. Did you ever see Neon Demon? No. He's in Neon Demon. I didn't realize. He yeah, he's he's a supporting role. I'm a Christian guy, and I can't say that. <laughs> I'm joking because I know there's an argument there. I can't see that. No, you don't even know what Neon Demon is, do you? I've heard enough about it. I heard one story about it, and that was it for me. No oh, thanks. Wow. So you, yeah, you, you couldn't handle it. it. You can't handle it. I got a sweet spirit. You know what I mean? I got to keep it sweet. Oh, he was in a Skater Darkly. Okay. Skater Darkly was a great one. Yeah, I thought he acted. No really one even well heard of that. Nobody's yeah. heard of that. Nobody I've, on this podcast I've seen it heard of a lot, that. so it's oh, great. Man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm just saying, like, don't you think it's an interesting cast? Like, I thought that'd be a good addition to the podcast. This is the first, and that was how I learned that Keanu Reeves existed was Bill and Ted. So. Remember the replacements? You're really trying to get me in. The this? replacements was fun. Was I that the football movie? Yeah, 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 I remember that. Fun. Remember yeah, them all dancing in the jail cell? No, I never saw that. The replacements was fun. Yeah. No, I never saw that. That's one I'd always watch if it was on TBS. I never. Oh my god! It always comes back. <laughs> so to it turns out I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but the ones I have seen, <laughs> except for this one. Except the ones you love. Yeah, and you know, I thought it was really cute that he would try to do this role. I feel like it was like a stretch for him, but he did it. <laughs> no, it was a perfect <laughs> so role like for I him. him. It was a perfect role for him. It was no, great. No, it wasn't. Yes, this is it. This is like He's Ryan so Reynolds and Deadpool. Again, oyster this cracker. It. This guy. Just you got to put something on him to make it yummy. <laughs> Where does the 1989 science fiction comedy masterwork, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, find you all these years later? What do you think about Bethany's fresh take, hot take, whatever it is? Leave a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com. While you're there, you might as well follow the links to our social media sites at youhatemovies and follow those accounts. Seems like a dumb thing to do, especially given that social media is mostly dumb. But not our accounts. They are important and worth your time. And you following them, believe it or not, helps you hate movies stay on the air, on the podcast airwaves. Another very easy way to help the podcast while doing very little in the process is go to the iTunes podcast store, find You Hate Movies, and leave us a kind five-star review. All these things help keep the lights on here at You Hate Movie Studios. 